0: Greetings and salutations to our fine podcast audience. Welcome to episode 159. We made it. And we're here. How's everybody doing? I'm doing good. Ed's over here to my right. You doing okay, Ed? I
1: am. I'm looking at things that don't make sense to me right now, but that's okay. And that's different well, from the other things, times? things have changed in the studio here, and I was just looking at him and I thought, man, I should have asked a question about that before we started, but that's okay. Would you like okay, to ask a question now? I'm sorry. We're sorry <laughs> you. Can ask your question. I, don't want to, I don't want to get distracted. Distra- you, know, distra- you know how easy it is for me to Everything's go on a day. a squirrel. To <laughs> I so, I'm cannot just going to let that focused. go.
2: I'll ask about it later okay, if so I remember. Ed is All
0: distracted. Right? Nathan, are you <laughs>
2: distracted as well? I'm now distracted trying to figure out what it is he had a question about. That's what I thought. But we're good. I'm ready we're to go, good. Jason. Yeah. I'm excited. It also could have always been this
1: way, and I just noticed it. That could be it's, true. It's absolutely true.
0: true. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we're here today. Uh, and as the, for those of you who are new to our podcast, my name is Jason. Ed and Nathan are with me. We're on the teaching team here at Community Christian. And we are here to answer another question actually today. It's a bonus episode. We're answering two questions. Oh. Actually, as you guys send us questions, which are great, and you can still send us questions on the description. There's a link. Make sure you send us questions. Uh, We got a bunch of questions in over the past few weeks, and as I'm compiling the questions, putting them together, I realized we got two questions came in separately, but they're really on the same topic. So Interest
2: combine these two. So do they're you on think the they might be the same person? I don't think so. They okay. got tired of waiting. On them. I'm gonna treat it like they're the
0: same. I person. think it's two different people that just happen to ask the same question. And and um, and, and their name? No names on these. It's Trevor.
2: It's the same okay. person. Okay. I'm just gonna speak to I Trevor. Had, whatever was, you want to do. I thought. Okay. I'm not gonna say what I thought.
0: All right. So I'm gonna read both questions. A little lengthy, but uh, just to give the full context to the questioners.
1: All right, All right. I'm, I'm gonna read the questions. I'm gonna really concentrate like, while you're reading. Try not to be distracted, Ed. <laughs> you know, there is a light on right there. There's Don't lot, stare into the light. A lot of stuff happening. Whatever.
0: Okay, so here we go. First question says, "I regularly listen to Christian music in my car, and I have for years. I truly enjoy it." But whenever I have someone in my car that isn't my family, I find that I turn it down or even off. I feel a certain stigma about being someone who listens to Christian music, which really makes me sad. Uh, I recognize that this is one way that I'm listening to the pressure of the crowd, as we've talked about in church. I am worried that this is considered denying Jesus. Do you think it is? I'm really working to overcome this deep-seated feeling, but I would love some advice from you. Question number two is along the same lines. They say, I'm feeling convicted by Luke 9, 23 to 27, particularly the part about being embarrassed of God. And in context, this is a, a scripture where Jesus tells us to take up our cross, follow mm-hmm. him. Uh, what good is it to gain the whole world, lose your soul. And if anyone is in ashamed of me, I will be ashamed of them. Right. Okay. right. Uh, and so they say... Um, I don't think of myself as embarrassed by Jesus at all, but then I think about times I don't speak up about my faith or I don't tell others about God. There's an underlying fear there, which may translate to embarrassment. Do you have advice for how to overcome this feeling and to be true to him? So two people in two scenarios feel as if they might be... Trevor. Okay. Okay feel as if they might be embarrassed or ashamed of their faith, and they want to talk us to talk on that topic for just a minute. So, we got anything to say to this? To Trevor? To Trevor. Yeah, think uh, about Trevor. Yeah, okay. I'm playing along with Nathan. Thank you.
2: So, it sucks right. not, not to be by myself in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So uh,
0: to, the, the, to the question, do you think that these people are truly um, denying Jesus, being embarrassed of Jesus? And if so, how do they overcome that?
2: The second person doesn't give a scenario in which they feel... The first person says, I feel like when I turn down turn Christian music, music yeah. around people who aren't my family, mm-hmm. I'm afraid that means denying Christ. The second person, do they give a specific scenario says, I which- think
0: about times that I don't speak up about my faith, um, I don't tell others about my faith in God.
2: Right. And they do admit there is
0: an underlying fear there.
2: Okay. Okay. So, and the question is, is that fear the same as what Jesus means? When he says, don't be embarrassed. Well, that's what one of them is. Yeah. yeah. About, de- but by denying Christ. Both of them are afraid that they're somehow. The first person mentions, and I think it's from a sermon you gave at the beginning of our mark series about giving into the pressure of the crowd true um and they're afraid that they're giving into the pressure of the crowd mm-hmm. by turning down the music and i would say i think it depends on one what your motivation is cuz i could see there would be a loving motivation to not be blasting christian music if my friend is a non-believer and that's maybe even Something they're not comfortable talking about. I mm. could see saying, "You know what? For the sake of this person, I don't have to blast yeah. Chris Tomlin at the at uh, when they when they s- sit down to to you know whatever or
0: whatever the." I had a snarky remark about Christian music. I, I might. Just, I, I also might, have. It, I, I might reserve because I was it's going to say. I also it's an off
2: tangent thing. If that. you feel a, <laughs> a stigma to Christian music, doesn't mean you're not a non-believer. <laughs> I might. Well, I might also I as wanna, a believer. I don't want to doubt the. <laughs> Sorry, a producer just had a ringtone. Go <laughs> new producer. That's new right. producer
1: did not mute his phone. That's right. They <laughs> may not have even heard that. They better. may not have, yeah. I heard it. I heard it as well. So I, I don't want to deny what they feel themselves, which is when they turn it down, they feel like they're doing it because mm-hmm. they... Say it, can you read that? That's telling though, I think. I think you're on to something. Yeah. They feel like
0: I feel a certain stigma about being someone who listens to Christian music, and that makes me really sad.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I wouldn't want I wouldn't want them to I wouldn't want to relieve them of saying, well, if your friend doesn't like, you know, God and Christianity, (laughs) then it's a good thing to not do that. That's true. But this person says, I just feel like I, mm-hmm. I you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out if you were sitting in front of me, Trevor, what <laughs> I would say. And I think I would have to ask you more questions. about. I think it. I would, too. I would have to ask you more questions about. What, but, what?
0: but is it a case where when it comes to it, if my conscience is guilty, maybe yeah. that is a signal of something.
1: It is. It Unless, could be, or, but I could have a sensitive conscience because somebody has told
2: me, mm, no matter where I am, I have it. to push God at somebody. That's a good point. That's the reason I Go brought on. it up was to say mm. if the reason my conscience is pricked is because I think if I did play Christian music True. in the car with this person, that would be a good opportunity to talk about God, and I'm afraid to even have the conversation about God. I could see why my conscience is pricked, but I would maybe push push a little on the original thought that right. in order to witness to someone, I need to wear Christian clothes and listen right. to Christian music. And that there may be ways in which doing those things might be a hindrance to witnessing to someone. Oh, yeah. In that oh. sense, I I don't think choosing not to listen to. But if if the reason you're doing it is you are genuinely... I don't know, embarrassed. I don't know if that's, you said mm-hmm. stigma. So i you yeah. use the word. If you have a stigma as being recognized as a Christian, I do think that might be something you need to examine of what is it that makes me have a stigma about being a Christian. Now, that's not what you said. So I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not trying yeah. to put those words in your mouth. I'm yeah. just saying if the stigma is about by listening to the music, I am now classified as a christian and yeah. i don't want that yeah i don't if, know
0: if there's a thing in you that says i you know i just don't even want to talk about it to anybody right. so yes. therefore i would like it to remain hidden um and that, that i i get that because i felt that in some certain oh, circles of my life i'm like sure i really don't want to know i really don't want to be known as a christian here there because i don't want to talk about it right now and that's not necessarily a good thing um because i should always you know there's scripture about, I should always be ready to mm-hmm. give and, and yep. should not, you know, be be ashamed to hold the name uh, of Jesus. So there's that. I wouldn't want to see that. Yeah, I think if, it's, if, but, if
1: I'm listening to Christian music to build myself up, and it's to help me worship God, and it's to help me move forward, yeah. and it's really a personal thing, then probably... Even when other people are in the car, it's not going to be for the same thing. Even if it's my family, yeah. Because if this is a personal worship kind of thing, it's a personal kind of thing. The moment anybody else is is there, mm-hmm. it already takes on a goofiness about it. It'd be like me sitting down and having daily devotionals in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting down. And I'm going to have. I'm going to pray and read my Bible because I do this, and you happen to be at my house that morning. Right. I know that when people spend the night, when I'm at somebody else's house, I might do things exactly one way at my own house, but I do that in 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 my, I wouldn't do it in my bedroom at home, but I do it in my bedroom when I'm at, staying at somewhere else because I don't want them, this is a personal thing for me.
0: It's yes. a personal
1: thing. Yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? Then there's
0: also the thing that I think of of, well, when somebody gets into my car, than if it's something that I normally do anyway. Oh, I'd probably
1: just leave it on.
0: I would just, and and because I think of, and I don't know your friends, but most friends, if they come into your home or your car on your territory, they're going to expect, well, they do things differently from me. And I wouldn't expect somebody to be, highly offended oh, no. that you have the radio station on some Christian station that I don't like.
1: Oh, no, I'm, I've gotten in a lot of vehicles with people that are playing country music, and uh-huh. I'm, I'm highly offended, but the <laughs> well, there else, you go. they don't seem to care. That's right. Or I've gotten in that they're listening to some really one political side or another kind of thing, and mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it, but they don't seem to
2: care. Is It, it feels at this point that we're, we're doing, as you've already said at the beginning, we're doing a lot of guesswork, on, on what might be, to answer the question, we're having to do a lot of guesswork of what the situation might be. Maybe it's easier to answer the second question about what did yeah. Jesus mean by, mm-hmm. if you're ashamed of me, and then maybe well, we can help them say, if you're not doing it for that, then you're fine. If you are doing it for that, you should probably make a change.
1: <coughs> yeah, yes. I pulled out that scripture. So I just wanted to try to read it. And it's all, I mean, that, that quotation is, is in the context of Peter has just said, you're the Christ, the son of the living God. Right. Mm-hmm. Jesus then says, hey, I'm about to go get killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to suffer many things. I'm going to be rejected. He says that to the disciples, and then he turns to the crowd mm-hmm. and says to them, if any of you want to be my follower, you're going to have to take up your cross. So he's he just said to them, I'm going to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you think you can follow me without dying mm-hmm. and giving up your own way, you're wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what that that passage means. Mm-hmm. So
2: now I've got that in mind. Remind me of the question. The second question was, <laughs> they second feel like is- by not speaking up about yeah. their faith.
0: Yeah, I, I, there are times that I don't speak up about my faith. I don't tell others about God. There's an underlying fear that I believe is translating into embarrassment. Do you have some advice on how to overcome that?
2: I think my advice, and this may go to both people, would be, one, examine my own motives Mm -hmm. of why I chose not to speak Mm -hmm. or why I chose to turn the music down. Mm -hmm. And my question for either one should be, was it to protect myself Mm -hmm. or to bring glory to God? If my reason for turning it down was this is probably not the best way to get into this conversation about God. Or I already know they have, the, they would be more comfortable because I would say, I get your point about, I get into cars with people who are listening to political things and they don't care if, if it offends me, but I probably would choose to turn the thing down. Cause I go, I know you and I don't agree politically. We're going to McDonald's together. <laughs> We're not planning on getting into a political argument in order to, as Um, Philippians two would say to consider your interest above my own. This is not the best way to have this conversation. So I'm going to turn that down for that sake. Mm -hmm. But if my reason Mm -hmm. for doing that is not, Hey, I want to honor God and I want to honor this other person, but really it's, I want to protect my image to this person because I really care about what they think about me. That to me is a questionable motive. Mm -hmm. Or if it's, I feel like God has given me a good opportunity to speak about my faith, which is what the second person said. And I don't want to do it because I'm afraid of how that might be a confrontational Mm -hmm. conversation that might make me look bad. It depends
0: on where you're at in the relationship too. Because I know there there are people that I had either just met or never met before. And I would not, I would be very, I'd be very conscious of what, I said and how I revealed yes. my faith to that person, not knowing where they are and what might God might be doing. God might be in this point just wanting me to uh, love and to get to know this person so that I could bless them and maybe point them toward Jesus sometime down the road. But once we have a established relationship, they know me, they know who I am, then why would it be an embarrassment for me to then just right. let them see a little bit more of who I am? Yeah. Yeah, what I think
1: no, I was just thinking trying to answer their question, how do I get over it? Mm-hmm. How, what's I think it's like with anything else since so I, I, I had two thoughts. One, I don't think this this statement of Jesus is somehow and I know I can already think of people that are gonna be upset with me for this answer. I don't think it cancels out grace mm-hmm. so that if you wind up in a place where you you back away from what you should do suddenly you're in grave danger of Jesus being embarrassed by you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think your relationship with Jesus
2: is that tenuous. Mm-hmm. You're talking about as far as like a salvation well, issue. Well, the way, it, yes. that's why
1: I think that's the way people tend yeah, to read it. I think it a lot as, of people read it that way. They read it as, if you're embarrassed by me, hey, just count on the fact that when you stand before the Father, I'm gonna
2: not yeah. I'm not going to speak up for you either.
0: Because that one time you turn the radio down, right.
2: I'm embarrassed. Well, and you. in particular, because he's talking to Peter, who Peter... Well, now he's talking to the crowd. This part, that part it.
1: about that part, he's already finished with Peter, and it says, to the crowd, he said... You're going to have to take up your cross, and then that part about Because if you're embarrassed by me going to the cross and suffering these things, just, I mean, that's all said to the crowd.
2: I get that, but what I mean is it is still within the presence of the disciples. Oh, it is. If it, it is. applied to them, it would apply as well to the disciples. And we know Peter is going to be ashamed of Jesus, right. deny right. him three times, and then Jesus reinstates him. Well,
1: there, sure. isn't, mm-hmm. it, there isn't anyone... Well, I don't don't know everyone, so I I, I don't want to get Most people. Most people I know who are honest people will admit there have been opportunities that I should have done something that Mm -hmm. God prompted me to do and I chose not to do. Right. But then he prompts me again, which already means the relationship hasn't ended. Yes. The Holy Spirit is working to, to move me towards. So here's what I would say about every step of faith. Every step of faith is a step of faith, which Mm. means until you take it, it's terrifying Mm -hmm. Mm. for most of us. Mm. For most of us, every step you take, whether it's, hey, I'm going to decide to be sexually pure when every, before I followed Jesus, that wasn't a big deal to me. Or, hey, I'm going to tell people the truth about things that for a while I lied about. Mm -hmm. And you wonder, what are they going to do? Are they going to be done with me? Is this going to ruin my life? But once I decide that Jesus is right, the moment you decide you're going to do it, until you do it, it's terrifying. Yes, Because it is a step of faith. But once you begin to do it, you find out that Jesus' will is good and pleasing and pleasant. Mm -hmm. But the only way to know that... (laughs) Is through experience, mm-hmm. is what I would say. Yeah. So how do I get over it? You're gonna to have to take a shot. Yes. You're gonna to have to, you're gonna to have to pray in those situations, God, help me this time. And when you fail, go, hey, I'm sorry, help me this time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And and then you're just gonna if we use the Peter analogy, I'm gonna to have to put my leg over the side of the boat and decide whether I really want to walk on water or not.
0: And just because you are led and, you know, I, I was, I was just thinking of, you know, what, you know, trying to play devil's advocate, because I know a lot of people think in these terms of, well, what if I do take that risk, Ed, and my friend doesn't respond well and it goes bad and, and they get upset or they do get offended by the fact that I speak up about my faith or whatever. I, I, I just feel that there are people that are so afraid there are, and they'll they'll interpret
1: that as well something I did something wrong, yeah, you doing the right thing does not guarantee right results exactly i you may very well take the step of faith, and in the moment it may not go as well as you want it to go, yeah, but sometimes it goes significantly better than you thought it would go.
0: I'll step out and say I think most of the time it does, I think a lot of us and this is true about a lot of things in life, the buildup in my head is often way off of what reality is when I sure. do, do
2: the things that I'm afraid to do. Yeah, I, I for good up. or for worse. Either way. I build good things oh, up to be yeah. better than they are and then I'm disappointed yes. that they weren't what I thought they'd be yes. or I make things out to be worse than I well, thought they'd be. And
0: People yeah. that, in my experience, it's just my experience, you might have a different experience. In my experience, the times when I have been so afraid that uh, people who did not share my faith were going to react negatively to me as a person of faith i have found that that has been grossly overblown in my mind because almost every time when i have taken even the slightest risk and been more vocal or more out front um i have not been met with vast persecution right <laughs> or anger mm-hmm. or right. or uh, i just i can't tell you but uh, maybe a less than a handful of times when I have felt the least bit. That's right.
2: I I think uh, I was thinking about this when we were having the conversation. I remember about four or five years ago, uh, it was before my um, oldest daughters came into our home. So yeah, at least four years ago, um, I just started leading a group of people that were trying to get out in our community and trying to meet people for the sake of witnessing, to be able to Build relationships where we could draw people towards Jesus, and my goal at the time um, was I was going to go on Saturdays to play basketball at my local gym uh, to try and just to meet people and to get to know some people. And uh, I'm terrible at basketball, <laughs> and um, I had seen some pickup game kind of things that were going on, and I was already nervous about that. And I'm the kind of person that uh, if I'm going to look bad doing something, I don't, I just don't want to do it. And But I had already said uh, that fear of looking bad had already led me to promise to everyone else. Well, if I'm telling you to go do this, I have to go do it. So I'd already stuck my foot in my mouth of saying I was going to go do this basketball thing, and so I had a bunch of people praying for me and saying, "Okay, we're going to go do this thing." And uh, that morning, I'm I'm sitting and I'm praying about it, and I mean I'm terrified. It's about maybe the most terrified I've been. And I told my wife, I, said, "I don't know if I can even go do this. I'm going to look stupid." I've said, and I kept going through all the things. It's going to be a worse witness for because I'm not even going to build a relationship because no one's going to want to be friends with a guy who can't play or do any of those things. And so i it's one of the few times in my life I feel, uh, I wouldn't say it was audible, but it was so clear. It was so clear to me. Uh, the words were in my head. I believe they were from God saying to me, if I told you to do it, it was not for your bad. If I told you to do it, it was for your good. And there was a sense of peace that came over me in that moment of knowing if God's leading me, it may be scary and it may not even go well. But what happens when I step out in this moment of obedience, what happens within me is for my good. And I'll be honest, when I went no one spoke to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't play. I mean, I just they they there were a couple pickup games. I was not a part of any of those. It just did not it did not go for me that well. And I go back to the locker room afterwards. I'm still feeling very defeated, but I've been praying the whole time about it. And there's a guy there that speaks to me, and uh, he just I just made a kind of joke. I don't even remember what it was. And I, me and him had about a five six minute conversation. Me and that guy have been friends now for a long time. But he has been what um, gets referred to often by Jesus as a person of peace. A lot of missionaries use this term. He became the doorway to about five or six relationships that I now have at the gym, which have been incredibly fruitful uh, because I was able to be a part of that. And what happened in my life, it has now become within that group kind of the one of the stories that we hold we we have seven or eight of these stories that regularly about once a year we go through and we just tell each other the stories again and again and again of it became very catalytic for that group of people and for me uh to really know um if we step out in what we feel god is calling us to do he is always faithful um and it may not go the way i want it to go and it may not even produce the result I thought it was going to produce, but the work he does in me or a different opportunity he opens, um, I think is out there. And so I would agree on, I think it's prayer. Um, I think it is obedience when I hear what God calls me to do. If I want to be able to recognize the voice of God, I have to obey the voice of God. Um, and that's that would be it. I would say if if, if you pray about the music, should I turn it down when this person gets in the car? And whatever conclusion you come to, if it even if you're still nervous, if there is a sense of a peace, I think is the wrong, maybe it's not the wrong word. I don't yeah. say that, but it's the image we have of peace is wrong. If there is a resoluteness, if there is a feeling of, oh, this is it, and i'm a, I'm still afraid I would go with it. If you still feel conflicted, it may be a moment to say, well, then this may not be it. This may not be the thing. And then you keep praying and you keep looking. But when you feel that moment of no, I'm I'm confident this is this mm-hmm. is what God's called me to do, even if you feel the fear, step out and do well, it. Well, it should
1: always be about the other person. If I'm turning it down right. for the sake of the other person, that's a good way to do it. But me turning the music down should be for the sake of me loving the person. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I am gonna want to, if I know they're somehow opposed to God my goal is to share the love of God with them however that is it may yes. be in action it may be in word but i'm doing it not because I'm ashamed of God but because I think it can further my effort with them by turning it down if i leave it on it should be not because I want to somehow prove to Jesus that I'm loyal to him mm-hmm. right because you 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 can't prove anything to him mm-hmm. he already knows yeah. he doesn't you're turning it down or not turning it down doesn't say anything to him. He already knows. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say, I think you bring up a good point, Nathan.
0: That I've seen and we talked about on this, uh, in in messages and in podcasts a lot is a lot of what keeps us from following what God has called us to do has to do with us trying to manipulate the outcomes mm-hmm. of what will happen yeah. and if you find yourself in that place where I don't do this because I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, uh, you're not in a good place of following. Uh, you're truly not following, I guess I should say That's it right. that way, um, because the outcomes are, have not been given to us. <laughs> they, they are God's domain. Um, the, the, the task I am given is faithfulness in the moment, uh, fidelity to my Lord, and the rest is on him. And that gives, that ought to be where the peace comes from. That's right. That's where the peace comes in is whether it goes like I want it to or not like I want it to. The peace comes in. I was obedient and I followed what he was calling me to do. I did it out of love, love for him, love for my neighbor. And that's enough for me. That's
1: exactly right.
2: Well, and I want to add, because we didn't get a chance to say this, but on the second question about speaking up for faith. There are questions I'd want to ask on what you mean, by I have opportunities to speak for my faith because mm-hmm. I think it's very similar to the Christian music thing. I think some of us have been told at some point, it is my job to defend the faith. And what we mean by defend the faith is not give an explanation for mm-hmm. what I believe. Mm-hmm. It is to someone makes, says something about abortion or some sin, and my job is to come at you with the truth, and that scares me. Uh, there may be a good reason for you not to jump in and go at someone with the truth in that moment. Once again, the question I would have all the time is, am I doing this to love the other person? And is what I'm saying done so in a loving way? And if so, if, if what you mean by opportunities for faith is someone says, I'm looking for a church to go to, but you're afraid to let people know that you go to church, that's probably a problem. Yeah. Or if someone says, I really have a problem, and you're afraid to say, can I pray for you? Yeah, that's probably a problem. But what if you mean by, I am afraid to stand up for my faith because I don't want to debate people, I don't want to preach at people, that may be okay. That yeah. that Because that may not be the best way to go about it. But once again, I think if we you keep in mind the questions that we've been saying of uh, am i doing this to protect myself well that may not because jesus says you got to deny yourself you got to be willing to go to the cross and if it's i don't want my reputation to go this way or i don't want people to think a certain way or i'm trying to control the outcome that's not great if your reason to do or not do anything is i want to love this person i want to honor this person and i want to honor god then i think those are the reasons to speak or not speak mm-hmm. And pray about it. And then when you when you feel, yeah, this is loving, this is that, even if it's scary, step out and do it. Mm-hmm. And God will be faithful. Yes, he will.
1: That much I know. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you can't control Jason's yeah. point about outcomes, I find that most people's frustrations, worries, and disappointments are all around their expectations yes. about outcomes. Mm-hmm. I I expected, and they think sometimes I'm going to do this thing, and I know what's going to happen. You you never do. Mm -mm. You never, ever do. You don't know what's
0: going to happen. What God is going to do with your faithfulness is really not up to you, nor should it be. uh, Otherwise, I'm not sure it's much faithfulness in that.
1: (laughs) And you don't know. there, There are two people involved. God's involved. I don't know how he plans to use it by asking me. He may just be encouraging me. Look, you did that. It wasn't so terrible. And it was a step of faith. Mm -hmm. But you God doesn't even force the other person. He has the outcome he wants. That's right. But he doesn't get to choose what that other person
2: does. Well, and I think Jesus' point in the in the part we've said is to say there is no way to get the kingdom without the cross. Mm -hmm. Right. And Jesus is saying, I'm going to have to go to the cross. But if you follow me, suffering, self-sacrificial love. All of that is a part of sacrifice, suffering. It is a part of it. But on the other side, there's life.
1: Well, and you just taught us on Sunday again. It is about dropping my plans, my nets, giving mm. up my. That is a part of the cross as well. I'm yes. giving up. I'm constantly giving up my way. Mm.
0: All right. So next week. I think we've gotten enough out of that. We squeezed that line. And think,
2: probably oh, confused more. Than oh, you know. yeah. <laughs> Any more questions, which
1: is what we might be the best at. That's yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> outcomes are not up to us. That's, That's right. right. So, next week, if you tune back in, uh, we have another question. Uh, this one is about uh, disease and sickness and sin.
1: How's all that working out?
2: Not well, not, not well. I don't know what that well, seems
1: to be flourishing in our I was world. Say, I don't know what
2: you mean by how's it going? Not, that's
1: my I think it seems to be going okay.
0: <laughs> so come back next week and we'll talk for 30 minutes about that. Yeah. No. It, it's a more nuanced question. Okay. That. All well, right. Well then we will have okay. a more nuanced answer. So that's the preview. So you guys have a great week and we'll see you back here next time.